This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. Halloween, intrepid listeners, and a happy anniversary to us. We're so pleased to have you listening and supporting our macabre project for an entire year, and we thank you all for your patronage. We hope to continue to serve our unique, flavorful blends of dark delights to liven up your favorite eerie stories, both creepypasta and classics alike. And now, with All Hallows' Eve upon us, we present you something entirely new. What is it about Halloween that so many revel in? Is it the costumes? The candy? The atmosphere of ghouls and spirits? Or is it the undercurrents of magic in this season? That mix of fear and delight that makes this time of year so special? In tonight's play, we examine what happens when two Halloween enthusiasts become jaded with cheap thrills and seek something more, something deeper, in their last night of October. theme going for this place, huh? <laughs> what did you expect? I don't know, something a hell of a lot better than what we just walked through. So much for the Scream Factory being the hot ticket around town. Were you scared? <laughs> Do you even have to ask? <sighs> Come on, let's go. I'm freezing my ass off. It shouldn't be this cold. Yeah, alright. Calvin, I don't know why we bother with these things anymore. At least it was cheap. True, but like, all these mazes are the same. It's all blood and guts now. No consistency either. What was with the clown in the end? Right? Or that stitched girl in the room with the mechanical demon? That made no sense. Was the talent even trying? They're probably all volunteers. Some of those actors sounded like teenagers. Hey, I've seen teens go full bore and make great scares. That lot barely gave a shit. Yeah, good point. Makes you wonder if anyone did their homework. I mean, even the design was pretty shoddy. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to make a maze called Scream Factory, at least make it seem like an actual factory, not a house of random scares. <sighs> <sighs> Poor kids. They deserve better. Hey, 
Not everyone is as well-traveled in the Halloween scene as we are. We've been doing this for how long now? Um, six, seven years. Senior year in high school, right? Right, every October since then. Those were the days, huh? Well, at least you were still scared back there. Was not! <laughs> Admit it, Becca. You'd better shut your mouth before I slug you, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I might have jumped a couple of times, but I wasn't scared. There's more gross-out props than actors in there anyway. <laughs> so? So, all I'm saying is that people are falling into stereotypes. Throwing a bunch of gory bits into a haunted house doesn't make it scary. It's a cheap gimmick to try and cover up the obvious flaws. At least for you it does. Don't lie, you dweeb. I know it bugs you too. I just wish there were more haunts about, like the magic of Halloween. Slaughterhouses and insane asylums don't fit in. Why not some catacombs or a gothic castle or... Or an actual haunted house? Exactly! Something that actually matches up with the season! No one does that anymore. There'd be no entrails, no axe murderers, no killer clowns, and no random cannibals. What about vampires? Vampires are fine, just as long as they match the theme. I don't want any goth punks posing as sensual bloodsuckers, you know? Mm-hmm. You think that fad would have died out ages ago. But it rises again and again. That's the reason I never bring Marilyn to any of these things. She's so squeamish. Hell, she'd probably panic at half the guys in there. Oh. Yeah, probably. It's really for the best. I think so. Plus, this is our thing, you know? Our odyssey. I wouldn't want to change that. Do you really mean that? <laughs> of course. Just the two of us, old friends, boldly striking out every October to poke into every haunted nook and cranny that pops up. <laughs> well, the feeling's mutual. I wouldn't want to do this with anyone else, even if all the mazes we visit nowadays suck. I'm glad. <clears throat> well, uh, anyway, I'm starting to think the hidden gems have all disappeared. At least we have Scary Farm to look forward to, as long as we can shell out the- Whoa, Kelvin. Do you see that? By my car. Yeah. There's someone standing right by it. Who who is that? I can't tell the street lamps out. I can barely see. What the hell is he doing? He's walking away. Do you think he saw us? I don't think so. Shit, my windows had better be intact or so help me. I don't see anything broken on my side. Mine neither. That was weird. Wait, one sec. Looks like he stuck this flyer under your windshield wipers. Great solicitors. Don't they know people don't pay any attention to that garbage? Creepiest solicitor I've ever seen. Whatever. Hop in. Says something about a halfway house? What? The flyer. Here. A unique Halloween experience. The halfway haunted house. Open October 31st only. Admission is free, donations accepted. All donations go to benefit orphans. Weird, huh? I've never heard of it before. No kidding. Why would they stick that on random cars instead of pinning it up? Does it even give an address? There's a web address, but that's it. It also says bring your own tragedies with you. That's pretty sketchy. But you know what they say about curiosity, right? You aren't a cat, Cal. I could be. Good morning, Starshine. The Earth says hello. 
Is now a bad time? Nah, come on in. Mare's just gotten up. She'll be in the bathroom for a while. Only just? It's one in the afternoon. She didn't sleep well last night. Dare I ask why? Insomnia, you creep. Anyway, what did you manage to dig up? Oh, you're gonna love this. Here, let me pull out my laptop. Mind if I use your coffee table? Go ahead. You always go straight for the couch. Probably because it's the universe's most comfortable couch. And considering I helped lug it up the stairs and into this apartment two years ago, I've earned the right to sit on said couch whenever. So I did some digging, and this is what came up when I put the address on the flyer. Looks legit to me. Here, the halfway haunted house offers a Halloween experience like no other. We strive to create an authentic atmosphere and maintain the integrity of the story told in this attraction. As such, do not expect your typical scares. Halfway house is appropriate for all ages. Sounds right up your alley. Neat, look at these pictures. That's a proper Victorian mansion if I ever saw one. And those are genuine old photographs. Apparently they run this out of an actual mansion down near Dana Point. Oh, sweet. Look, it says, learn the sad fate of the Halfway family as you explore the history of this eerie house. That sounds cool. What sounds cool? Oh, hi, Calvin. Hey, Marilyn. Hey, babe. We're just looking up a potential haunt. Oh, okay. Anyway, it doesn't say a lot, but the site gives directions and explains a little bit of the history. No idea how long they've been doing this, since I've never heard of it before. So I think this is their first year. What about the donations thing? Mmm, that's still pretty vague. Doesn't say much more than the flyer. Only that any proceeds go to orphans. No charity specified. That's kind of weird, but... Cal, this is too awesome to pass up. We should go. When is it? Halloween night. Would it take the whole night? I was hoping we could do something together. We'd miss Rob's Halloween party. Screw Rob's party. We do that every year, and all anybody wants to do at those is play rock band and drink. Mare, you don't like them either, right? They're okay, I guess. I'd rather go to this. This was exactly what I was telling Cal the other night. What if it ends up being terrible? It's not like we haven't been through terrible before. It'll be an adventure. And heck, I'll drive us. All right, then. We'll go check it out. A Halloween adventure. Yeah, and hey, Mare should come with us this time. What? Why? Becca, you know I don't like those things. Why not? If this thing's open to all ages, you'll be fine. This isn't a jump out and boo kind of thing. Probably just a lot of spooky atmosphere and a couple scares, yeah? Nothing you can't handle. I don't know, hon. I mean, I wouldn't want to intrude. I appreciate it, Marilyn, and I... Won't be a problem at all. Cal won't mind. Will you? Oh, really? I don't want to... Can I talk to you for a second, Becca? Alone? Calvin. No offense, Marilyn. None taken, really. Go work things out. I really don't want to be a burden. Sweetie, that's not true. I just... (sighs) All right. Okay, what's the big idea? Are you trying to be rude for a reason? Me? Wasn't it you who said not two nights ago that this is our thing? Our thing alone? Yes, but this is different. Look, she doesn't want to go. You can see that. This isn't about that, though. I can tell. Are you jealous or something? 
<sighs> Calvin, remember when I first came out to my parents? You stood by me during that firestorm and you supported me. Right. And you encouraged me to try dating again after that. You're the one who said I should ask Mara out for the first time. I recall, yes. And you helped us find this apartment and got our stuff and took part in moving us in. What's your point? My point, Cal, is that I'm asking you to be selfless and supportive again. We've been doing this Halloween thing just the two of us for ages. Just this one time, I want to experience a haunt like this with my best friend and my girlfriend. I want her to see why I love doing this so much. Just once. <sighs> Okay, fine. I I'm sorry. Apology accepted. Don't worry. This'll be fine. I promise. Then let's go see if we can convince Mar of the same thing. Use your signal, dumbass! <sighs> sorry, sorry. Everyone okay? I'm fine. Just be careful, please. Okay, I'm no backseat driver, but speaking as the man in the back seat. Whoa, yikes! <sighs> Sorry, they could have made their signs more obvious. Almost missed the turn. You saw that, right? We, we did. did. Mayor, are you sure we're on the right track? Yeah. Grand Hill Road, right? Yeah. Well, getting into the hills, not a street light to be seen. And now a dirt road surrounded by trees. Definitely good Halloween atmosphere. Almost there. Are you excited, Mare? You looking forward to some spooks? Ooh. Eh, cut it out. You're making me nervous. You're cute when you're nervous. Hey, I can see the house. I think that might be a tower or something poking over the trees. Hold on, we're nearly... Oh, wow. That's where we're going? Oh my god, that's definitely a haunted mansion. This is rad. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect! I can't wait to get inside. Not a lot of cars here. That's weird. I was expecting more people. Well, it's their first year. Maybe the word hasn't spread much yet. We are stepping into virgin territory. Plus, we're kinda in the middle of nowhere. jack-o'-lanterns on the porch. <laughs> Let's go. Is she always like this, Calvin? No. I haven't seen her this excited in a while. It's kind of... Endearing? Uh, yeah, endearing. You better catch up to her. Alright. Hey, I'm sorry. Thanks. Becca, wait up! Well, well, this does seem like everyone. Thank you for joining us. If I could have just a moment of your time. Welcome, dear guests, welcome. And a happy All Hallows Eve to you. The house you are about to enter has a tragic history, one that had kept the lingering regrets of those past tied to these walls. Tragedy is the common element, the link that bridges the gap between the living and the dead, the recipe for restless souls. Yet tragedy comes in many forms, 
Some are big, some are small, and some are subtle and personal. Despite what you may know about other haunted locations, no awful crime or grievous murder occurred here to stir phantoms. The halfway house was no stranger to tragedy, yet theirs is unique and sad in its own way. What you are about to experience may surprise you. Caught between this world and the next, on this night when the veil is at its thinnest, echoes of tragedies return to be felt. You may enter to witness them for yourselves. However, be forewarned. You bring your own tragedies with you. Don't be surprised if they echo as well. Single file, please. Everyone gets a flashlight. This is so awesome! I don't like this. It's dark in there. It's part of the gimmick, Mayor. We have to light our own way through the house. So far, so good then, I take it. I dig it. Cool setup, and I like the host already. Plus, well, having your significant other cutting the circulation off your arm isn't so bad. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) Remind you of anyone? Oh no you don't. Hey Marilyn, did you know she used to cling to my arm just like that when we were younger? Really? Shut up, Cal. Everyone in? Good, good. This is the foyer, the start of our journey. This house was built in 1897 by Nathaniel Halfway, a rancher. Halfway had originally come to California as a prospector, but by then, the gold so prominent during the rush had begun to run out. Several losses and setbacks forced Halfway to seek other options. He bought the land this house occupies with the last of his earnings and created the Halfway Ranch, which flourished over time and brought Halfway a great deal of success. He brought his wife Florence to California shortly thereafter and constructed this house. By 1912, his family had grown to include three beautiful children, and prosperity and happiness were abundant in the household. The first tragedy to strike the family came shortly after the birth of the third Halfway child, It seems unlikely, but while out riding one day, Nathaniel accidentally fell from his horse and was killed instantly. The family grieved bitterly at the loss, but pressed on and continued to operate the ranch. Unfortunately, another crushing blow was dealt when an outbreak of influenza struck the area. All of the family members were stricken with the disease though Florence tried her best to overcome and care for her children. Alas, she was the first to succumb. She died before her children, leaving them to fend for themselves. With the isolated nature of the ranch and suddenness of Florence's demise, there was no one to help the children as each died, one by one. Maggie, the eldest, A girl on the cusp of womanhood was taken by the illness early. Then Stephen, the middle, a boy who had wanted to be a sailor, 
rode his silver tricycle down the very stairs you see behind me in the delirium of his sickness. And lastly, young Bridget, little more than four years of age, passed on without the comfort of her mother or her siblings in her final hours. Such is the tragedy of Halfway House, but the story of the Halfways is not over. You brave souls who have ventured to this forlorn home on Halloween night are about to learn more than anyone else. Okay, this is cool. The flashlights go out strategically. Kelvin. <gasps> Relax, it's me. Becca? <sighs> okay, you got me that time. <laughs> Come on, we're going this way. Which way? It's pitch black. How can you even see? Trust me, everyone's moving. Alright. I don't hear the rest of the group. They're around. You get split up in the dark. That explains the apparent lack of your girlfriend. Is she gonna be okay? Everything is fine. It's just the two of us now. I don't know how you're figuring out where we're going. I mean, I think my eyes are finally starting to adjust a little. Are you alright? You're shaking. Yeah, it's... I don't know. It's really spooky. Like, this does feel deeper and more immersive than any other haunt we've gone to. I don't know what to expect now, but I'm cool, really. That's good. I've been waiting a while for this. I'm glad it worked out. You've wanted to do a real spooky thing like this. No, that's not what I meant. Becca, what? Shh. It's just us now. Becca, um, you're getting a little close... And I can still barely see. Don't pretend you don't understand. Like I haven't seen the way you react. You're in love with me. Yes. How long? For a long time. I mean, I knew you were out of my league even when we first met. But then we hit it off. Became best friends. And even after you came out, I... I'm sorry. I, I can't help it. It's... True. Don't be. There's nothing wrong with that. But I know you couldn't feel the same because of... Mm, I don't know about that. Becca. This is what you wanted, right? Yes. Just the two of us, alone, in the dark. Yes. Yes. Wait, no. Stop. We can't do this. What about Marilyn? What about her? Don't her feelings matter to you? Jesus, Becca. This is wrong. I'm not going to just let you throw your relationship away on a whim. But this is what you want, right? Yes, but is this what you want? Why are you doing this? Do you really care about my feelings? Or are you just messing with me? Becca? Ugh, now the flashlight comes back on and it hurts my eyes. Hey, Bet. Becca? Where'd you go? Hey! Hey! Becca, where are you? Where am I even? This room looks like a nursery.
Becca, are you out here? I don't know which way to go. There's nothing but doors in this hall. Becca! I'm sorry. Please come back. I don't know where I'm going. What I'm doing. I don't even know what part of the house I'm in. I can't be lost. No, I'm, I'm not lost. It's just an old house. I... Becca, come back. Please come back. I don't... I don't want to be alone. Oh God, I don't want to be alone. Don't want to be alone. Huh? That... A silver tricycle? Pedaling on its own. You okay? You practically flew down those stairs. What the hell? Why did you ditch me earlier? What? Oh, man, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Didn't mean to? Don't be dumb. What about all that stuff upstairs? Huh? Dude, chill out. We all got taken to different rooms, remember? That's part of how the haunt worked. Anyway, I was waiting here for you. Most everyone's back outside. Mare's already in the car, and they're closing up for the night. The tour's over. Uh, over? Um, yeah. Why, did you miss something? Personally, I'd like to give the man back his flashlights and go. Uh, wait, wait. Where did you go? What did you see? I've seen enough. I've been in the scene for a long time, and this was simply the best haunted attraction I've ever visited on Halloween, hands down. And I've been doing this events for ten years. Trust me when I say that you'll get a good write-up in my blog. Thank you. And here's my donation. I'm amazed you could put something like this on for free. <laughs> You're too kind. Good night, friends. Screw you, buddy. Um, okay. <sighs> oh no, is... Is she alright? We'll talk on the road. Let's get out of here. I'm oblivious. <laughs> I admit it. Who would have thought, yeah? You? No way. You're the most detail-oriented- I mean, I'm oblivious about people. I get it now, but I'm sorry. What happened in there? It definitely wasn't what I expected. But, Becca, why did you abandon me upstairs? What? Upstairs. In the dark. You took me into the nursery and... And you ran off. You left me alone and confused. <laughs> I know, hon. Cal, I never went upstairs. Mira and I got taken to some sort of conservatory near the back of the house, I think. All glass and plants. That's it. That's clearly not all. You saw something too, didn't you? 
What did you see? Now's not the time, Calvin. Becca, what did you see? That poor girl. Just, why don't you start by telling me what you saw, hmm? I thought so. Let's just go home. space. We all need space. I'll sleep on it. Maybe it'll make sense to me in the morning. I'll call Becca. I'll apologize. And I'll come clean about everything. I don't care if if she can never feel the same way. Her friendship is too important to me. And I'll tell her that. She won't abandon me for that. I don't want to be alone. And so another tale comes to a close, and we draw the curtain for now. But do not fear, intrepid listeners. We have many more chilling stories to come for the next year. So, from all of us, thank you for joining us this Halloween to celebrate our one-year anniversary. And as always, until next we convene, pleasant dreams. Midnight Marinera is a bi-monthly podcast written, produced, directed, and mixed by David King. This episode features the voice talents of Kira Buckland, Spencer Fernandez, Stacey Lenz, and Dennis Magat. Halloween Attraction is an original production written by David King. The theme music is by John King. Comments? Suggestions? Offers for sanctuary from the ever-staring knife-cut eyes of jack-o'-lanterns? Feel free to leave feedback wherever you listen to this or email us at midnightmarinera at gmail.com. And hey, if you want to contribute to the show and help to pay the ferryman across the river sticks, consider becoming a patron and supporting Midnight Marinera's Patreon page with a small monthly donation. Special thanks to VIP Alvin Franco for his donation this month, and thank you for listening.